Hill 70 Quantock Ranch, the place that you want to be to buy your bulls in 2020. And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, Ministers of Agriculture meet in Ottawa to discuss farm support programs today. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. Cloudy with 30% chance of light snow this afternoon. Wind southeast 30, the high minus 10. Temperature rising to minus 6 by tomorrow morning. Wednesday, mainly sunny, wind west 20, becoming light near noon. The high zero Wednesday, wind chill minus 12 in the morning, the low minus 11. Thursday, partly cloudy with a high minus 6, the low minus 12. Friday, sunny skies, the high minus 3, the low minus 4. Saturday, sunny skies, the high plus 1, the low minus 6. Sunday, partly cloudy, the high minus 1, the low minus 10. Monday, partly cloudy, the high forecast, minus 6. Normal high is minus 9 for this state, the normal low, minus 21. The sun rose at 8.54 this morning, it sets at 4.55 tonight. And around the province, the hot spot is Cypress Hills in the southwest corner at plus 1. The cold spot, south end, up north at minus 32. Estevan on the roundup, minus 12. Saskatoon minus 11, Swift Current minus 2, Weyburn minus 11, Yorkton minus 22. In Regina, cloudy minus 11, that's 12 above Fahrenheit. Winds are from the southeast at 18. The wind chill minus 18 degrees. Humidity 77%, the barometer dropping 102.4. Cloudy in Moose Jaw minus 10, winds are from the southeast at 21. Once again, Regina, cloudy minus 11, that's 12 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Forget the rest, sell with the best online at mcdougallauction.com. Canada's Ministers of Agriculture are meeting in Ottawa today to discuss several issues of concern. Among the issues, efforts to improve business risk management programs. Among the farm priorities listed for the new federal government, a review of agri-stability, expanding the role of Farm Credit Canada, and developing a new federal water agency to work with the provinces and scientists and others to improve water development and management. The president of the Saskatchewan Association of Rural Municipalities, Ray Orb, says his organization has sent a letter to the ministers of agriculture calling for improvements to business risk management farm programs sent a letter off to all of provincial ag ministers and to Minister Merritt as well here in Saskatchewan uh, asking them to look at agri-stability. You know, if we're really wanting to improve the program, we need to go back to the coverage we had before, at least 85%. And if we don't get that, uh, you know, many of our producers are going to be really in trouble as far as, uh, you know, the amount of crop that's still out in the fields and the lower grades, lower quality and things like that. Uh, also, the water, uh, you know, water development is always a good thing. Uh, we see that as kind of a promise that was, you know, kind of left over before the election or maybe was even brought up during the election. We're, you know, really looking forward to some kind of announcement on that to see uh, what exactly they're looking at in Saskatchewan. I know that there was some mention made of some development along Lake Stephen Baker uh, into the Capel River system, and we're really interested in that. The other issue that they talked about is expanding the role of Farm Credit Canada to enhance the role of lending uh, and uh, obviously for agricultural use. Your thoughts there? 
Well, you know, looking at expanding agriculture lending, I think is always a good thing. Producers need to borrow money from time to time. They have large operations and they need financing to be able to go with that. You know, at the same time, though, I think that the federal government needs to realize that more needs to be done in international trade and getting our products to market. Uh, that would put uh, more money in uh, farmers' pockets, and hopefully they wouldn't have as much of a need to borrow money. Ray Orb is the president of the Saskatchewan Association of Rural Municipalities. CN Rail says grain movement is back to normal after an eight-day strike last month put a halt to most shipments. Executive Vice President Sean Finn says movement of Canadian grain is back to the pre-strike pace after recovering from the week-long strike in late November. Yes, Jim, I'm happy to say that, you know, with our railroaders uh, working very hard in Western Canada, we've um, we've caught up uh, when it comes to, we're back to the levels of grain movement we were prior to the strike. So we're spotting cars and we have capacity. So uh, as we have, uh, um, you know, elevators and customers who want to move grain, we have capacity to do so. So we're looking forward to getting all the orders we can this week and fulfilling them. So we're very much up, up to date. And the same applies to all commodities. So our conductors and engineers and people out there have done a great job, you know, after the eight-day strikes to recover with Within almost within three weeks, day to day, we're already recovered from what we thought would be a more challenging, uh, you know, recovery plan. But again, when you have capacity and you invested in the network and you got locomotives and crews, you can move a lot of freight and a lot of grain. How has grain movement been since the start of the crop year, August first? Yeah, I must say it's been a it's been a very good harvest. Obviously, it was a bit slow at the beginning, but you know we've we've moved uh, up to October 2.8 million metric tons, and October we had the best week ever, October 13th prior to the strike, at uh, 685,000 metric tons. So it's a good movement now. You know, this week we're, we're spotting cars. Uh, you know, we're back up to the 6,700 number of cars spotted in the week ending uh, December 19th. Was it in the week 19 ending on December uh, 14th, which was Saturday night? So you know we're looking to we're looking to get more cars to move because we have capacity to do so. How's it looking for the rest of this winter? I think you know if we're if we're lucky and we don't have uh, you know as you know very well, know very well if we don't have a, a long cold snap we can get by you know three four days at a time a bit of a break that we had this week that we can catch up so we're ready we have uh, almost 50 repeater cars that go in our trains right in the middle to continue to to uh, pump air in the locomotives uh, pump air in the cars and you know I think we're in a position where our winter plan is pretty robust again if we get you know an extended period of really cold weather we'll have challenges but right now we're looking at making sure we can be there to move all the grain it wants to move during the of January, February, and March. CN has celebrated its 100th anniversary this year. Have you been happy with how grain movement has picked up this year? Yeah, I think that, you know, we had a chance at, uh, at Agribition uh, during our seminar events to talk to a lot of grain farmers. We had our first meeting in person of our grain advisory council in, at Agribition, so I think it was very useful. We had a lot of good feedback. And, you know, as you follow the coverage in the last couple of days, I think more and more of the Western grain industry realizes that CN is, uh, is making an effort to engage with them, but also understand more the challenges they might have to make sure we adapt our business to their business as much as we can. What kind of feedback did you get from the advisory council, the group of farmers that are looking at trying to help expand or see increased movement? Yeah, I think that uh, you know better understanding of where the crop is coming from, uh, how it's impacted, uh, depending on what part of the western province you are, but also a, a clear recognition that at that meeting that you know after eight days of strikes, CN you know plays a key role in moving uh, West Canadian ag products to market. And and uh, you probably saw you know some some of our ag uh, advisors saying you know CN is a, an essential service or a critical service to them to the uh, Western Canadian grain farmers, and it's important that we recognize that. We don't take it for granted. We recognize the responsibility, but after eight days of strike, I think we all realize that, you know, when, when the railways don't don't perform, it impacts uh, uh, people's business directly. So in summary, you're, you're caught up and you're looking forward to a good move in this winter? 
Absolutely. Jim, we're looking forward to be able to move all that comes at us and taking on people's orders. Again, if we get into minus, uh, minus 30, 40, and 50s in February, we might have a bad couple of days or a bad week, but hopefully if we can we get a break in weather, we'll catch up relatively quickly because we have now have resilience in our network in Western Canada to do that. And best evidence is after eight days of strike, it took us two weeks to get back to where we were. How's the limousine ranch? <laughs> the limousine farm's doing pretty well. We got uh, the cattle's ready to go. We got rid of uh, we got rid of we, we sent to market some of our calves, but uh, we're looking forward to a busy winter and, and no doubt uh, you know, uh, all the cows will be ready to calve uh, hopefully uh, in the middle of the uh, middle of April. So if our timing is right. We'll have a good a good spring. John Finn is the executive vice president of CN Rail and Farms in Southern Quebec. Hello, folks. Bill Creech here with Hill Seventy Quantock Ranch Barn Burning Bull Sale. We're at Lloydminster, Alberta, and this is our 50th annual bull sale. It's February 1, 2020, right at the ranch. We'll sell 400 bulls, red and black Angus, horned and polled Herefords, Charlays, red and black Sim Angus bulls, and Galvey balancers. 75% of these bulls are two-year-olds. They're held over. They're not leftovers, plus bred and open commercial females. We'll see you at our 50th annual bull sale. Remember to call us, 800-665-SALE. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered, tough equipment on the market. And by the REMAX Crown Realty Ag Team of Marcel DeCorby and Graham Toth. Online at landforsalesask.ca. Canadian canola seed is moving directly into China at the pace of about two or three vessels a month. Ivy Lee is an independent trade analyst based in Beijing and spoke at a recent conference in Saskatoon. She says lower canola prices mean some private companies are still making deals. The good thing is that the import margin is really high. It's super high, reaching almost 100 US dollars per ton. That's why some private crushers are still taking the risk. But like I said, it's still risky. Uh, maybe two-thirds of the importers, especially importers from state-owned companies, avoid that. This past winter, the Chinese government suspended Viterra and Richardson canola export licenses. That was the result of a political dispute involving the detention of a senior Huawei executive in Vancouver at the request of the U.S. government. Some canola seed and canola oil is still making its way to China via third-party countries. While canola exports to China are down, peas sales remain robust. Peas are used to make vermicelli and other noodles, while the protein and fibers used in nutrition health food products. Pigeons also like peas, and with African swine fever driving up pork prices sharply, more domestic flocks in China are being raised for meat. Lee says pigeon is a traditional menu item in parts of China. People in Guangdong, Cantonese, they like pigeon babies, <laughs> like to eat them. <laughs> That's traditional, it's not mm-hmm. just new. And uh, there are three, basically three centers to grow pigeons. One is in Guangdong, the other is Tianjin, Beijing area, and the other is uh, Gansu province that was in northwest part of China. Pigeons aren't picky eaters, and right now peas are the lowest cost option in China corn, oats, milli, a lot of stuff. Yeah. It depends on which price is uh, is more economical. And for this year, yellow peas are very cheap. That's why they use a lot of them. Lee adds if pea prices rise, the pigeons could end up eating domestic corn. 
U.S. farmers hit new highs in the National U.S. Corn Growers Yield Contest. David Hula of Virginia set the highest yield record of 616 bushels per acre. The Corn Yield Contest is in its 55th year in the U.S. 27 winners in nine production categories had yields averaging more than 383 bushels per acre. The national average in the U.S. is 167 bushels per acre in 2019. The yields are due to improved seed varieties, advanced production techniques, and innovative growing practices. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall is Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation, call 1-800-284-9999. Grain prices were mixed in early trading today. Viterra's prices for canola rose $1.20 at 4.2768. Oats gained $9.44 at 2.1034. Number 1 red spring wheat fell 2.24 at $218.11. The rest were unchanged. Durham 2.6639. Feed barley 157.68. Flax 5.2135. Lentils 419.50, yellow peas 244.89, feed wheat 156.83. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, March wheat is up three quarters of a cent at 5.37 and three quarter cents a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn livestock auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-4180 or Weyburn 842-4574. This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of December 17th. Last week it was Weyburn's turn for a regular sale. Hefferet sold from $1.20 to $1.40. D1 and D2 cows sold from $0.78 cents to $0.88. Cents. D3 cows sold from $0.65 cents to $0.73. Cents. Counter cows sold from $0.40 cents to $0.60. Cents. And good butcher bulls sold from $0.98 cents to $1.10. The Weyburn Livestock Exchange would like to wish everyone a Merry Christmas and all the best in 2020. This has been Stephanie Digg reporting from the Weyburn Livestock Exchange, the market that gets the cattle and the prices too. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 8,100 hogs Monday, selling in a range of 115 to 148 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 7,100 head selling in a range of 114 to 147 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is down and four contract prices opened higher this morning. On Monday, the Canadian dollar was up 23 basis points with the daily exchange rate at 1.3142. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 75.94 cents US. US cash markets have reversed after the previous day's gains with Iowa, Southern Minnesota and Western Corn Belt giving back 18 cents US 100 weight while the national region was down by 50 cents U.S. 100 weight. The move reflects the ongoing inconsistency seen in cash markets as the live hog trade struggles to gain some traction. Seasonality will likely play a supportive role to cash in the coming weeks and months as full production schedules following the holidays increase demand on supplies in the new year, but the current focus is on export disappearance. Some suggest tariff waivers issued earlier could be used as a good faith measure ahead of the signing of the Phase 1 trade deal while others are suggesting meaningful deliveries will not materialize until after the tariffs are actually reduced, perhaps in February when the agreement comes into force. For now, both cash and futures markets will be looking for signs of increased export activity to China that will likely only remain supportive to pricing so long as the anticipated increases in export levels are sustained over multiple weeks. And the outlook for today, cloudy, 30% chance of light snow this afternoon, wind southeast 30 kilometers per hour. The high today, minus 10 degrees. The temperature is supposed to rise to minus 6 by tomorrow morning. 
For Wednesday, mainly sunny skies, wind west 20 kilometers per hour, becoming light near noon. And the high tomorrow, zero. It's supposed to be about the warmest day for the whole week. Tomorrow, wind chill, minus 12 in the morning, the low, minus 11. In Regina, with cloudy skies, it's minus 11 degrees, that's 12 Fahrenheit. Moose Jaw, cloudy, minus 10, winds from the southeast at 21. Once again, Regina, cloudy, minus 11, that's 12 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming. Make sure you have the right date marked. It's February 1, 2020, Hill 70 Quantock Ranch, 50th Bull Sale, Lloydminster, Alberta.